Okay, for real this time. What is the most dangerous film ever made? Is it the story of one woman's trip up an African river? Howard Hughes's epic featuring never before film sky battles? Or is it the story of a family's battle against a pride of predator big cats that resulted in over 70 injuries during the course of its filming? We may never know the answer to that question, oh but if it's a question of the stupidest film ever made, oh. it's definitely the last one. Yeah. Welcome to Trash or Trash, a bad movie podcast where we watch so you don't have to. We are your trash men. I'm James Willems. I'm Patrick Brown. And in this episode, we resisted the urge to pick something at random on Freebie and sunk our claws into last episode's reject. As promised, mm -hmm. we're trashing on 1981's Roar. Holy shit. This is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Easily. There is not, this is the worst, most frightening, harrowing movie I've ever seen in my life. It's a nightmare. A it is nightmare. brutal. Yeah. Oh my God. My first note is everyone looks so incredibly tense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Including myself. Um, here's a little backstory on this, just in case uh, you missed the last episode, which you should go back and listen to, because it was a lot of fun. Great movie. Um, we were planning to watch Roar yeah. last episode, went to try and find it, saw Dragon Ball, watched Dragon magic Ball begins. instead. Yeah, the magic begins uh -huh. instead. And so we watched that instead. But we did... Resist all urges mm -hmm. are our primal urges, okay, yeah. of which some of the performances in this film do not resist very mm -hmm. well at all. No. And we did watch Roar 1981. Um, this film is directed by Noel Marshall, mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of lions. <laughs> yeah, the lions got at least right. They got writing they, they, credits. Writing and directing Did they credits. get directing credits? Yeah, so. You know who else got a writing credit? Who? Lurch. Lurch? Lurch. The from, man who plays Lurch is... Uh, from the Adams Family? Is a co-writer, yes, on this movie. But uh, at this point, what is writing in this movie? It's just... Well, that... It's yes. Just, oh. it's <laughs> a lot of ADR and then tense uh -huh. performances. Um, yeah, not really. I didn't really look too much into it beyond that, but uh, okay, I, I well, just clicked, who's this Ted Cassidy, who's this co-writer... Known for playing Lurch. Yeah, the guy who answers okay. the door in Adam's family. Three, two other writing credits. Um, Noel Marshall, you're probably going, that doesn't sound familiar. Yep. Well, you know, when we were talking about this, we said this felt like something that Werner Herzog would make or some yeah, sort of yeah. wild 70s uh There are filmmaker. a lot of comparisons to Grizzly Man when you read about this. And I'm, I think I made some <laughs> while we were watching you it. Did. You said if Grizzly Man had... Uh, wealthy Hollywood money, he probably yeah. would have been able to make something like this. Uh, Noel Marsh Marshall is a talent agent, mm -hmm. and he's basically the patriarch of the rest of the cast. Yeah. So uh, he's he's either the parent of or married to mm -hmm. basically everyone else in this movie. Pretty much. Um, and this movie stars Tippy Tippy Hedren, the birds. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. Uh, and famous, Marnie, and Marnie. People famously, forget Marnie. famously uh, uh, sexually harassed by him as well. Well, who wasn't? Yeah, really. Some of those birds. He was just tossing birds at her. That's uh -huh. what I know. Uh, Melanie Griffith. Yep. Who I put her credits as Working Girl and Stuart Little too. Um, <laughs> too. I also mentioned Milk Money. That was a personal favorite. Oh, of mine. okay. Um, Kialo Mativo. Yep. Who played Mativo. Yep. That's another thing, too. All the characters, all their names are, are their, just their, their e names. Except for the direct, except yeah, for Noel he's Marshall. Hank for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I feel like the reason is because the way they were scared, if they just screamed out. You had to say your real name. Yeah. You yeah. just scream out, like, Melanie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could use it in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention Togar and Robbie as Togar and Robbie. Two characters who uh, are both portrayed by lions. Yes. And kind of dissolve into the background by the end of the movie, but are very important in the beginning. We're gonna we'll talk about it. This okay. plot because there is a plot. Despite what you may yeah. think by watching it, there's yeah. a plot, and it seems pretty evident that they hadn't they had a script. 
that they wanted to tell a certain kind of story. I think so, yeah. But they forgot that they're lions. And, and lions, jaguars. And lots and, of big cats. Yeah, tigers. And an elephant. An elephant. Um, they forgot that animals kind of do whatever the hell they want to. Yeah. Um, especially predatorial uh, cats. Yeah. Um, but uh, the backstory here is essentially Tippy Hedron was filming a movie and uh, Noel was with her and they were in Africa and they saw a house filled with lions Yeah, because I guess there was a lot of poaching happening and this is where the, it was an abandoned shack and the lions mm -hmm. had basically taken over this place as shelter. Yep. They were like, hmm, this seems like a pretty good idea for a movie. That makes perfect sense. Sure. I mean, well, I, if I saw a shack, I'm like, that's a cool image. Yeah. What, the, you know? The problem is when you see a house filled with lions and then you also think, Oh, that's how I should live my life. My own personal life in, in real, California. Yeah, in real life. In Sherman Oaks. Yeah, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Um, so they saw that. They had this idea for a movie. They decided to illegally start raising big cats in yep. their own home in mm -hmm. Sherman Oaks, like you mentioned. Yep. Uh, they got caught. Of course. Uh, they were told they're not allowed to do that. So as people do. Um, they just bought a bunch of land over yep. by Santa Clarita mm -hmm. and they built a ranch, which they decided to double as a set for their film that they were hoping to make so, and a studio for the film. Uh -huh. And they just started acquiring as many dangerous cats as they could get their hands on. I had a statistic on that. Okay. I think, well, you know what? Let me just read. This is, this is all Wikipedia, but mm -hmm. okay. Uh, by 1979. 71 lions, 26 tigers, a tigon. So that's hybrid. a tiger lion. Okay. Yeah. Nine black panthers, 10 cougars, two jaguars, four leopards, two elephants, six black swans, four Canada geese. Don't need to probably mention those. Four cranes, two peacocks, seven flamingos, a marabou stork. Uh, and they did turn down a hippo. A which yeah. Too much. They were like, no, thank good. you. Good. I think that's the most dangerous animal. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they just kept getting more. It says... I think when they started filming or like or partway through, they had around 100. And by the mm -hmm. end of filming, which took like five years, I mm -hmm. think, it was 150 yeah. fucking predators. Yeah. I mean, so essentially it seems like they went to Africa. They were affected by what they saw. And yeah. they wanted to create a nature preserve for uh, big cats and yeah. endangered animals. But they decided to do it in Santa Clarita. And also, like, <laughs> this feels like one of those things where they're actually contributing far more to the problem by buying up all these wild animals. Yeah. You're creating, at, at a certain point, like, I mean, there's an argument with, with zoos and stuff. The argument is, like, well, it's preservation. This animal mm -hmm. was, like, bred yeah, yeah. somewhere, not the right place, was kept as a pet. Now we have it, or it was whatever. But at some point, if you're just privately buying all these big cats, like you're basically fueling your the industry for it, right? Kind of. At yeah. some point, I think I think they said they got some from circuses. Like, See, I mean, there's like there a, are places yeah, where yeah. you are rescuing them. They have when they so when they started doing this, they knew they wanted to make this movie, and they knew they loved cats, mm -hmm. so they decided to start building this set, which meant that then they also needed to build an infrastructure. Where the cats could live, because I yeah. think their original plan was they were like, "Oh, we should go to Africa and film this." Mm -hmm. But then someone was like, "You can't do that, Africa." Yeah. Th these so here, in any given scenario, there's a sixty percent chance that this lion will maul your face off. Yes, but if you try and do this with African lions, it's a hundred and three percent chance yeah. that they're going to maul yeah. your face off. You can't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You cannot. They said your only chance is to get them young. Tame them, them as much of, as yeah, possible, yeah. and then you can reduce it to a 60% chance of being mauled. <sighs> and so they said, well, that sounds way better. Pretty good chance. So that's why they built the ranch, and that's why they just kept acquiring all these cats. Yeah. But then they were like, well, we still want to make this movie. Um, it's also a 60% chance for every one of those 150 lions. Or yeah. Whatever, oh, yeah. Right? So, I don't know the math, but yeah. it's bad. It's bad yeah. odds. Um, and so they continued acquiring this thing. I think... You, you could debate whether or not they're doing good or doing bad, but either way, they needed to get as many cats as possible because mm -hmm. they needed it for the movie. It's just, it's crazy. I don't think this is 
I don't think there's any way that this is like a net positive, right? Like financially, like, no. Like for oh, just the animals for society or, at large. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nature. I don't know. It just. I don't know. Yeah, it's a preserve, but also I don't know. I this is this is one of those things that it feels like rich people do where they say yeah. they say I want to help. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to help, the conditions are that it also has to be about them. And yeah, very So yep. they could have just taken I think they they were planning to make this movie for like 3 million dollars and I think mm-hmm. the budget exploded up to 17 million dollars, which when you think about yeah. the fact that they were just filming this for themselves, it's crazy. Yeah. Um and that was it the 70s, the late 70s, they filmed I this over the course of 5 filmed. years. Yeah. Um Maybe more. Yeah, I think yeah. earlier. because I, I know it, it took 11 years. It was in production for 11 years. Yeah. But I think the shoot was about five. Okay, yeah. so, but either way, that's a lot of money to spend on some backyard home video that I mean, you want to turn into. Yeah. So that money probably could have gone to other things to yes. help preserve these. They could have just been yeah. like, we're putting it all in a thing and we're just going to have this ranch and cats can live there, and we don't need to be there. Which I think is what it is. I think that's what it is now. That's what it is. It still exists. Yeah, yeah. But it's just an actual like big cat preserve kind of. Yeah. They they said after the fact. I don't know if they said. I I don't know the timeline. But they did say that their hope was that the movie would be really successful, because then it would basically pay for those cats' existence forever, and they could basically finance. Pulling in other cats. I also, I don't know anything about raising wild animals, but if they're living in the conditions in which this movie depicts them, which is every species under the sun, just with about as much room as this podcast to play and a couple barrels and stuff. And one elephant roaming around. The barrels are important. (laughs) I do not think these are the ideal conditions. Yeah. But either way, they went for it. Um, Some other additional info about this. Like you mentioned, it took about five years. The cinematographer, who was the only union member, because they they were like, there's no way we're going to be able to follow union rules for this. It was a a non-union film. Not a chance. The only union person they got was John DeBon, Mm -hmm. the cinematographer, who has been a cinematographer on a ton of, I think, like Die Hard and Lethal yeah. Weapon. He's yeah, he's yeah. a great action cinematographer. Yeah. And he also, as we discussed, a great action director. He did Speed, and Speed Twister, uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control, yeah. Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. Um, <laughs> basically all the greatest action films you could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, but he often talked about how he would s- just have to set up cameras and then they just sit there all day waiting for any of the lions to do any of the things that they remotely needed them yeah. to do for this movie. And sometimes they wouldn't. He'd just yeah. be rolling film, wild animals. Just be rolling film on five cameras going like, please let one of these things. And this is like, I think everyone knows. I mean, there's that famous quote of don't work with animals or children or whatever mm-hmm. in movies. But like, even then you're talking about like a trained dog. Yeah, like Eddie from Frasier. Yeah. You're talking about animals that are trained to do this. And I'm sure it's still a nightmare, but like, these are just wild animals. Yeah. They're not, there's no, I think they said that like they tried to train some of them. Yeah. They all got some kind of light training or whatever. But that's the other thing is like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can train a lion to do stuff. The second it doesn't want to do it anymore and feels like eating you instead. Boom. Eat. Done. You're toast. Even if it doesn't want to eat you. If the lion's like, you know, it'd be really fun to lie on top of you. Yeah. It pushes the, it weighs 450 pounds. Yep. It pushes the air out of your lungs. Mm -hmm. There's, like we said, there's a big lake that they have in this set. If one of those lions was like, wouldn't it be fun (laughs) to play and hold you underwater? That's it. There's nothing You're you toast. can do. You're yeah. underwater. You're yeah. drowning. The lion's yeah. just going to be giggling and laughing. It's and having the time it of its life. It's sinking its little talons into you because it loves you so much. Uh, in the process, yeah. it injects your bloodstream with oh, fucking yeah. Whatever. all kinds yeah. of disease. Well, and yeah. So so half over the five-year production, half the crew, yeah. about 70 people at least were injured in some there way. Was a, that's half the crew? Yeah, that's what that feels crazy that there was that many people. Sharing. Well, so apparently they were cycling out. Oh, they, that makes no sense. No one ever yeah, held yeah. held on no. for very long. Yeah. And at one point, after like one of the early attacks, 
one like like 20 people were like absolutely not and no, they walked fuck out no. but it was non-union and we know how it is in this town you, you gotta can always work. find someone you gotta else work. <laughs> you gotta work and so they were injured in some way um the main dude Noel marshall mm-hmm. who was like again oh captain my captain yeah they, they were like you're the only one who can direct this film you uh-huh. have to be in the movie because he had by this point spent a couple of years with these animals yeah he had the best he had the best rapport with them. And his hand, which we saw in the movie, yep. Torn was, to was bit open. Yeah. It was bitten open. Yes. During <laughs> There's a, a sequence, lot of real blood in right? this movie. He had over 11 puncture wounds mm-hmm. and bites yeah. on his body within the first couple weeks, I want to <sighs> say. Of a five-year shoot. He uh, there, he he went to. I think he went to the hospital for blood poisoning. Yeah, he had gangrene. from the wounds. He got gangrene. Yeah. He all kinds of. Stuff. He's in and out of the hospital this oh whole movie, and he's the he's the one who like knows them best. He's like yeah. Robbie. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Robbie doesn't mean any harm. I know we're gonna talk about it, but the scene where she tries to break up the fight is maybe the scariest thing ever put to film. Yeah. Uh, other than like, I guess, real animal attack. There, other than the real gruesome shit mm-hmm. that you find that you would look at in middle school and then yeah, quickly yeah. realize, oh, I don't actually want to see this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, this is the scariest, most horrifying thing. It's so tense. It, it's we were both on the couch just. The, the first half of this movie, I think, is way stronger than the second For half sure. because sure. it is it's them trying to make a movie with lions around. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then they give they give up. Eventually. But like, imagine that with any. It's like we're gonna we're gonna make a few good yeah. men with lions around. Uh huh. And so it's like Jack it's like, Nicholson, and he's like, "You can't hit." But his voice gets a little loud, yeah, and the yeah, lion yeah. that's sitting behind yeah. him like looks at him, and he and he's aware. He's, he's like, "He's like, oh, I... shit." <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, leg punctures, uh, blood poisoning, gangrene. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aforementioned John DeBont scalped. Yep. Took a scalp off. Took his scalp off. You can see the picture. Yeah. Uh, he just got no hair on the back of his head. Yeah. It's gone. 220-something sutures mm-hmm. to put him back together. Um, the tippy hedron. There was, I guess, this one lion, Cherry. Oh, Cherry. Oh, Cherry. That's, so That's Cherry. That's so she loves sweet. playing with her tire and scalping. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, they were just doing a promo for it, like to try and promote the movie. And and the line was just like, "How you doing, girlfriend?" And mm-hmm. just teeth straight through her head, yep, into her skull, okay. ripped her skull open. Great, um, yep. Melanie Griffith. At one point, that- uh, she got a bit in some way. They thought she was going to lose an eye. Uh, it's in the movie. Is that when she's getting pulled. That's is that when it. she's like on the ground yes, and she's it's getting in pulled. The movie. Yeah. Uh, she had to get facial reconstructive surgery. Yeah. Like extreme. Yeah. They thought she was going to lose an eye. It like ripped her face apart. Yeah. And it's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> and, it's, and it is honestly like that scene is probably the worst. Yeah. I think in the whole movie because it's very real. It's very real. It's really apparent that it's real. Like everything they're saying is so like sad mm-hmm. and desperate. Uh, and but cameras are rolling. Well, the best They're thing rolling. the movie is also sprinkled with ADR. The whole movie, which, which is trying to make yeah. it seem jovial. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. it's like stuff like where it's like you hear her going like Melody, yeah. Melody, <laughs> yeah. Melody, and then and then there's another shot where mm-hmm. you can't see their mouth, and she's like, "They're so cute." Yeah, <laughs> the difference between the ADR lines, which is like half the movie or more, yeah. and the like field audio whatever you call it yeah is so it's two different movies mm-hmm. one is frightened panicked yeah yeah uh fearful of its of life everything and the other one's like a comedy they're making a, they're making a comedy with animals it's airbud yeah uh look at those wacky lions um also during filming there was a flood most yep. of the animal, it flooded their whole pass or whatever, their whole canyon that they were in. A lot of animals were able to escape, including, and this is a sad part, Robbie, who we will explain as the hero pass. lion. 
and he had to be killed by local law enforcement. Oh, Robbie. So they replaced him with a new Robbie. Easy. Which is weird because he's credited as the only Robbie in the film. Yeah. But I feel like union rules, if this were a union production, they would have to credit the second second Robbie. So two actors portrayed Robbie. It's also weird because the the credits are Robbie as Robbie, Mm -hmm. Togar as Togar, Mm -hmm. and then Robbie's son Gary as Robbie's son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary's like, Gary's a rascal. Gary was the best line in the movie, I thought. One of them. Which one was that? Gary was the little rascal who he's on the ground playing with, who he's like talking to, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, why don't you go on and go outside, Gary? Yeah, and yeah. Gary's like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to get him to move. I know. It's I like know. they're just like filming and they're like, come on, please move. Yeah. And also, the best thing is in that scene, Hank's hand is bleeding yeah. and he's clutching his leg. <laughs> You know he's all fucked up. And he's like, come on, don't you want to go outside? Don't you go to... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gary's great. Um, Yeah. So anyway, the budget ballooned. The film bombed when it was released. I don't even think they released it in North America. No, not Um, until Draft House did in like 20... Yeah. I don't know when. And and then, yeah, the the unfortunate thing there is that the the goal of the film was to raise awareness, to Mm -hmm. try and help people support uh, preservation societies uh, here and also in Africa where the animals were being hunted and poached. Yeah. So, you know, if it had been a wild success, at least there would have been some money there for it. Yeah. But they found they found ways to keep the preservation society go. I it, I would be, feel worse about this if it was like, yeah, the movie bombed. So then they just, they just napalmed. All the cats had to be killed. They had to just put down all <laughs> yeah. those cats and yeah. one elephant. I don't know. After seeing this movie, Kill them all. Oh, put yeah. them down. Okay. They are the enemy of man and have no business in my world. All right. Well, we're, uh, <laughs> we're about to get into it. One of the major questions we had about this film was: that, is this is this pro or anti big cat? It's honestly, yeah, it's kind of confusing because I think they wanted it to be pro for cat, sure. But yeah. part of me was like, I'm never no. supporting a cat for political office ever uh-uh. again. No, <laughs> never, never. But this movie doesn't have much of a plot, regardless. We're going to break it down right after this. I'm going to rise to the top. Boom. Movie begins with a warning. Yep. <laughs> which I Always appreciated. Good. Always good. It says no animals were hurt, which is funny considering mm-hmm. how many people were. It's a humane society, like official yeah. humane society warning. Yeah. yeah. Which is technically true, except yeah. that they. It's. I think what they should have said is no animals were hurt in the scenes that you saw. Because yeah, but... The oh. floods, wildfires, and the rampant disease. Yeah, that I was going to say through. the plague yeah. that, that yeah, killed yeah. like ten cats or whatever. Yeah, that did did kill them. But they, they that was hurt. separate. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. part of the shoot. Um, and then the next thing we see is that it also specifies. There's a lot of notation in this film, beginning mm-hmm. and end. Like yeah, the last yeah. half of the credits are just them talking about what's happening in Africa and yeah. how they need to save the animals. But it starts with the warning, and then it goes. You know what, lions. They do what they want to do. So Whatever we're given, we, we just filmed some, some of it we just filmed. So we're giving them a writing directing credit on there this too. There we go. Which is pretty apparent that that is actually exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, this movie is not directed by any man. No. Uh, it is just, uh, like you said, they had a script, but it's, I mean, by the, it's slow. You watch the script like slowly get abandoned. And yeah. then, yeah, probably around the halfway point, it's gone. It is no longer a script. And maybe the last scene? I don't know, but like, it's gone. Yeah, I I think if I had to guess, the script mm-hmm. is about a guy who okay. lives in a, this weird treehouse. I think in, it's supposed to be Tanzania. In, okay, in, in Tanzania, let's say. Yeah. Um, and so he lives in this, amongst the cats. He's a researcher. He's, he's also herded them more to, more into his life because yeah. there's rampant poaching all around. That's and the, yeah. So he's taken what initially was a research thing into the lives of cats and has now taken on this role of protector mm-hmm. of cats. But it came at the cost of being with his family who live in Chicago. Now, not quite. Oh, okay. I think you're off there. All right, go ahead. Uh, Tippi Hedren's character says to Melanie Griffin when they're in the car or the bus or whatever, their marriage was on the rocks. Oh. They were breaking it. They talk about like their sex life, which is an odd thing for I, yeah, a parent and whatever. Yeah. Uh, the marriage was on the rocks, so they split to see maybe maybe a little separation see. will bring us back together. See. 
So he, I think, was following his passion mm-hmm. out here in the, with the lions or whatever gotcha. in Tanzania or wherever it is. So family, a family divided. Yes. And they were coming out to visit him. Yep. But all of this, I feel like, was going to happen while two other things took place in this film. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, just to be clear, oh, no, they yeah, don't yeah, yeah, on yeah, screen. Yeah. But I think the intention was for this to happen, the tension with his family to happen, while also he was being pushed on by people who are trying to get rid of his research grant, yes. thus removing his ability to protect the lions, right? Yeah, that makes so sense. So there's like, because there's a group that comes in. Well, but, yeah, there's that like weird group that meets in like a hut. Yeah, we'll, to, we'll talk about yeah, that because okay, that's yeah. probably the best, that's the climax <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. whole movie. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing that's happening is an internal conflict in mm-hmm. the politics of lions between Robbie, yes. the good and just leader of the lions yep. who runs his pride uh, like Mufasa, mm-hmm. right? He's got a firm hand, but he's just. Yeah. He's just, uh, stern but fair. And then Togar, who yeah. is this bloodied. Always covered in blood. Always covered yeah. in blood and kind of meaner mm-hmm. rival for the head of this pride. Yeah. And he's a rogue lion. I is think a ro- say, exactly. Yeah. He's a rogue lion. And then there was going to be some sort of clash for sure there. And all of these three things were going to happen at the exact same time. Yes. Now they're lions. Right. Credited as writers and directors, mm-hmm. but not very good at writing or directing. Quite bad at writing. So they kind of do whatever they want to do whenever the hell they want to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that other, that third p- plot is completely lost. Probably because they died. Well, Robbie, you, yeah, yeah. Robbie, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. was replaced yeah. in a Dr. Parnassus uh-huh. way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but either way, I think that was the intention. So, no, I agree, because they, they do set up uh, several things up in the beginning, and then, I mean, it's it's all gone by the no. halfway point. Like, completely gone. And I mean, we'll get into it. But, it, it yeah. So it starts with him, like, in the, like, African countryside. The, apparently the only stuff that they filmed in Africa. Because he's, ban- he's, like, bandaging that woman's leg. Yeah, he's, like, helping out with society. Yeah. But then he hops on a motorcycle and he's zi- he's zipping back to his place. Mm-hmm. He's riding by elephants and stuff like that. And it's yeah, very it's cool. And playing. And th- but then as soon as he arrives at the cat house, they're swiping it. They, these cats. I mean, like. Are going for him. Like <laughs> coming in on the bike, there's already cats like yeah. pawing at you. Like, they want him bad. It's so scary. And so it's it's funny because I said I said to Patrick, it's like if someone was gonna perform Shakespeare, mm-hmm. right? Tonight we'll be performing Hamlet. Yeah. But the stage is covered in poisonous snakes. <laughs> yeah. So you still have to do your stuff. They're still yeah. trying to hit marks and say their lines mm-hmm. in between not being mauled by lions. Yeah. And that's the tone for the rest of the movie. Uh, what is the name of the, the Kenyan guy? Motiva? Mo, ma, 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 uh, Mativo. 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 Okay. Uh, tidbit about Mativo. I looked him up on IMDb. This yep. was like one of two times he acted. Mm-hmm. His IMDb like about me or whatever is just his obituary. That's weird. Yeah. Never seen that before. Why would they do that? Never seen that before. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Did they talk about his work? Uh, shout out Mativo. I think he was also maybe a short story writer, it seemed like. Okay. All right. Maybe a teacher as well. Well, he's introduced to this story because obviously you have Hank who lives there and he's perfectly fine with this. Yes. He's a little tense at times. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, he, sometimes on screen he has to prevent two 400-pound beasts from tearing each other apart. Or, um, or tearing apart a human. Or a human being. But Mativo shows up and it's kind of like, hey, your family's coming into town. Mm-hmm. You got to get to the airport. But they're kind of bogged. Oh, he's also like, oh, these other people are coming. They're going to assess your research grant. Yeah. He's kind of, I guess, I don't know who he works for, but he's part of the system. And he's on the side of Hank. Yeah. He wants him to keep the lions, but he also doesn't feel very comfortable around the lions. Mativo is so scared the yeah. entire movie. And justifiably. Yeah. He might be the only sane person I mean, I don't think anyone wants to be there other no. than Hank or whatever, Noel. Yeah. But it's so funny. He shows up and is immediately like so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he spends a lot of the movie just trying to get his jacket back from cats. Yep. And I love watching him move around the set because it's just like, yeah. God, I mean, I, I you can't see it. He's trying to give his lines, though. He's trying to do his lines, but like, there's a fucking jaguar right next to his face yeah. and he turns around and there's a 
giant male lion yep. right next to him. And he's just like, <sighs> like yeah. you know, they told him like, stay calm. Yeah. Remember, stay cool. They can but sense your energy. I hate when people say that, by the way. I'm sorry. I've tried staying calm before yeah. with aggressive animals. It doesn't fucking work. They don't give a shit that yeah. you're calm. Well, all right? Also, because the director's in the scene with him. Yeah. Right? And he's also trying to hit his lines. Yeah. So he's like, who do we have? We have Who's coming? What time are they supposed to be? And while he's saying this, a lion is up on his shoulder yeah. with its jaws around his throat. And he's, he's like, get off me. Yeah. He's like shoving it <laughs> yeah. down. And, and like... He's being really aggressive, and you see the other guy just standing there with his eyes wide. Fuck, what am I going to get into? Push one lion away, two lions come in. Every single time you turn your back to them, they're on you. Yeah. It's it's very (laughs) funny to watch. It's hard to explain, but it's very funny. It's a lot of like, hey, oh, what are you doing here, Robbie? 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 Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's also, there's also a scene shortly after that where he's like, well, this is Robbie. And he's like petting him or whatever. He's like, this is Robbie. And, you know, Robbie's. He's he's the 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 leader here, mm-hmm. and uh, he so he keeps everyone under control. And while this is happening, two lions are killing each other in the background, like, smashing into each other. And five hundred like, pounds each, almost. I'm like Robbie is allowing that. Yeah, first and then, of all, he's a poor leader. And it's supposed to be a scene where there's this there's a show of respect. Robbie understands Hank, and Hank understands yes. Robbie, yeah, yeah. and they live together. But then even in this scene, a cat jumps on Hank. Pulls him into the river or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is. It's, I like a, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. I have a note in here that there are several moments throughout the movie where I'm pretty sure you can hear the screams of the crew. Oh, in yeah, the background, yeah. Either yeah. being attacked or like. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just like fearful yeah. for what's happening. I think probably just being attacked. Yeah. Because. We don't see what's happening, but we know yeah. that like sixty of them were seriously wounded. So, I, it's it's pretty funny that he's so he's talking with this guy about the politics of what he has to do, and also he has to get his family and everything. And then you you hear two lions really start going at it, <laughs> and then he runs out to break up the fight between two four hundred and fifty pound lions, oh which I God. love because it'd be like if it'd be like if we were standing here and we were like. Oh my God! There's two tanks outside. Yeah, we have to stop. Them. We gotta get out there. And stop so them. I, so I, I grab a, a sharp pipe, uh-huh. and you just have your fists, and That's we go need. out to try and stop. Yeah, some tanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's basically what the equivalent is. Um, you ever see like a gorilla fight, like a film, you know, like a, whatever? But like yeah. you can actually hear, like they have the audio, and you hear like the gorilla fist oh, hitting yeah, the yeah. other gorilla, and it's like, holy yeah. shit! That would like. Pop your head. Yeah. If your head was in between your those. Your cage just shattered. Boom. Closes in on itself. Similar yeah. thing here is it's like watching two trucks fight. Yeah. It's so intense. Yep. Um, then I believe at some point it cuts to the airport, right? We get to meet his family. That's where they explain that they're, they had the marital troubles yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And they're just waiting for him. They're like, oh, where's dad? He's supposed mm-hmm. to pick us up. Then we go back to the house. Now the other group shows up on boats to confront him. I know we're pressed for time here, but I, I really don't think we drove home quite how much he inserts himself into this fight between two lions because it's horrifying. He gets pushed out into the river and mm-hmm. keeps trying to come out and the lion yeah. won't let him. Yeah. And then the lion, he is like inside this fight with two lions. Is this so when, he when gets his like, hand gets gashed He gets up. torn the fuck. Like it's all real blood. Yeah, yeah. His hand is like shrunk. Something bad happens yeah. to his hand. And the thing is, this is the thing. It'd be one thing if the lion was like, I wanted to eat you. And in the process of trying right. to eat you, I ripped your hand open. Mm-hmm. That'd be one thing. Completely acceptable. Not this. No. This was the, the lion going, I didn't even know you were there. I had no idea you were there. I was trying to take down this other thing. I didn't even know you were there. You're just in the way. I'm Five hours from now, I'm going to sniff my paw and be like, what is that is blood? Is that man's blood? What is what that? What is that? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. That's how insignificant yeah. it is. And yet his hand is completely gashed. And the best thing is then it has to be integrated into the movie. Yeah. His hand is bleeding. Yeah. And then he has to bandage it he's up in the it. movie. Yeah. And it's filling with blood as he's yeah. bandaging up. Yeah. And then, and also then you have Mativo, who's an actor. Shitting his pants. Standing there <laughs> in the corner waiting to hit his next like, line. 
<laughs> as he watches the director of the film <laughs> bandaging up the hole in his hand. Is this... When is the... No, okay, the staircase scene... Maybe one of my favorite, my okay. favorite Mativa scenes. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. There's more. That's we, true. That's right around this time, though. Okay. It's before the, I think it's before the other guys show up, right? Because he's also, oh, you're right. So he is in the bathtub at some point with, um. You get to see life, life of him with yeah. the cats a little bit. He, yeah, he's in, he's the, in bathtub. the bathtub. with like 15 lions in the bathroom yeah. with him, like fucking with him while he's in the bathtub. And there's, then, yeah, him and Mativo have like a meeting on the stairs. He's like, come sit with me on the stairs. Yeah. And, and the stair is just lions everywhere, I mean, everywhere. There's probably 20 lions in that scene. There's lions at the top of the stairs. Yeah. There's lions at the bottom of the stairs. There's yeah. lions going up and down the stairs. Not that big a staircase. There's a there's a great shot where it's, it's basically Mativo's shot, his mm-hmm. single, and he's delivering his line. And then you see a new lion yeah. enter the scene, sit down behind him and just... <laughs> deadlock its eyes yeah. on the back of him and he feels it. Yeah, he knows. And then he got, <laughs> he just like turns over his shoulder yep. lightly and then looks back. And he keeps being like, I don't think we should have this meeting here. There's lions everywhere. Yeah. And like, Hank is the only guy, Noel Marshall, the director, is the only person in this entire movie who's acting. I would yeah, say. He's, yeah, trying. Because yeah. everyone else who's delivering lines is doing it as themselves because yeah. they're in a life or death scenario. Yes. Their adrenaline is spiking more than it ever has or will again, probably. Yeah. They're just, they're like saying their lines, but they're not acting. Yeah. He's trying to act and he's not good at it. Yeah. But he's really like, no, come on. Sit down. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. And Mativo's fearing for his life. Yeah. It's a nightmare yeah. for him. He's, he's in a living <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. Either way, the other crew shows up. So now we got eight eight people here or whatever. And yeah. they're basically saying that they're thinking about shutting down his operation. He's like, you can't shut it down. If you shut it down, the poachers are going to get him. And they're like, we mm-hmm. don't care or whatever. Some of them seem like maybe they work with the poachers. It's yeah. unclear because everyone's trying to get in their line before a beast of the jungle. <laughs> Oftentimes three or four. Moves upon them. <laughs> every single time. Which happens Every time. Constant. It's constant. And one of my notes is every plot point is foiled by a gruesome animal attack. Yeah. There's also, uh, the I don't, has the tiger sunk the boat yet? I th- no, this comes right, basically right after that. Okay. Is, is so they, they come and then maybe, maybe it was in the script, but maybe it wasn't. I really think so. But basically all the cats freaked the fuck out <laughs> go berserk. and go berserk and everyone just scrambles to not be mauled like there's people in yeah, boats yeah. And, a t- and a tiger just turns over the boat and you just see the actors not sure if they're supposed to swim to safety or whatever uh it's not effective because no. the tigers get in the water and immediately like maul the shit out of two of them well that's the best thing is it's like again i don't think they're like your food one of yeah. them is like no, it's yeah, playtime yeah. in they're the playing. lake. They're playing. And it goes up on his yeah. on his shoulders, and Hank is shouting. He just wants to hug. Oh god! Yeah, and it is, it's pushing him under. Yeah, and biting him and scratching. I mean, I have two cats. That's how they play, basically. Yeah. But yeah. those cats are like ten or fifteen pounds or whatever. Yeah. Like you could throw them across the room if you I needed can. to. I can. Yeah, <laughs> and I know I can from yeah. experience. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's the same thing. But these cat, they're. They're tigers. Yeah. They sink the boat by standing in it. They Mm -hmm. immediately sink one of these boats. They sink, I kept track, three boats are sunk in this movie by tigers. Just just getting on them. (laughs) That's it. And it's not like Jaws. It's not like it's targeting the weak parts of our hull. No, it just climbs upon the boat. It gets in the boat. The weight, the massive weight and density of this beast sends it to the bottom of the river. Yep. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also It's also great because it jumps back and forth between being intense and then having goofy, silly, bumbling music. Yeah. So there's a point where Mativo, at some oh, the point, crazy. is playing bumbling music as he's like wrestling to get his jacket yeah. back. But then it seems like he's he starts running and they start chasing and it's playing the bumbling music, but it looks like he's, he's trying to get away from the set. He's running for his life. It doesn't seem for like sure. the character no. of Mativo. Nope. It didn't say in the script, exterior, lion house. Mativo runs from the front of the house yeah. and is jumped on by lions. But that's what happens on screen. <laughs> if it happens, I remember it too. I think he comes out of the house and starts walking. And that's clearly like what was meant to happen. So he's just leaving. But like... <laughs> 
<laughs> like three big cats also exit the house. Yeah. And, it's and like, he's like, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, shit. Oh, no. And so he runs and they pounce on him. Yep. Either way, the the whole interaction with that research group goes bad and it sounds like, uh-oh, that's going to mean real trouble. Mm-hmm. But there's no time to think about it because Hank's like, oh, I have to go get my wife and kids from the airport. Yeah. So they get in the boat. Mm-hmm. They take it down river. They get no more than a few feet before two, like that, yeah. two tigers just get upon the boat and then again. send it straight to the bottom. Yep. And then you're just watching. You're like, we we were like, is this supposed to be happening? Or did the tigers just get on a boat? It's really hard. To, yeah, I And don't they know. sunk a boat. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that is it. Like they just sunk a boat. I also um, think at this point they were scrambling, realizing like nothing we wrote oh, yeah. is going to be in this movie. So why don't we just try? We sort of loosely try to film something. Yeah. And whatever happens... Let's see what they do. It's the movie. Well, I think this. I think this is the point where Robbie really took over in the, in the oh. director's seat. Yeah, yeah, Robbie maybe had some ideas could be. And so I think I think Hank maybe handed the keys over to Robbie for some of these scenes. Sure. Yeah. Um, either way, now they are stranded, and they just decide to go. And the lions hang out with. They bring the lions they with take, them, or the tiger. tigers. The yeah, tigers. They, take, they bring the tigers with them wherever they go. Which tiger? You looked up heaviest lion, mm-hmm. 450. You know what a tiger gets to? What? Like 700 pounds. I love it. I love it. Maybe a little less, but I like it's that. like 650, 700 pounds. Yeah. That's a big tiger, but no, still yeah. like. Build weight. It's build weight 750, but yeah. they're probably close to 625. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man, they're so cool. <laughs> they are. That's uh, awesome. How lucky are we that we get to live <laughs> on a planet <laughs> that, that has, has ecosystems? Yeah, yeah. With things like tigers and lions. It's pretty remarkable. It's awesome. It is. It's awesome. I love, listen, I'm a dog dog person. Uh-huh. But when it comes to wild dogs, no competition with cats. Wild, oh. big cats I mean, are honestly, so cool compared to, wolves are fine. Wolves but, are whatever. But the yeah. average wolf compared to a tiger? Wow. I don't, they're, I'm pretty sure like, yeah, a small bobcat could take down a wolf in the right circumstances. Yeah, for sure, you yeah. know. But yeah. it is it's so it's so wild cuz you think of like domestic house cats, tiny dogs, you know, they range from smaller than a cat mm-hmm. to yeah, the size of a horse sure. roughly. Yeah. Uh none of those dogs take the biggest dog, the biggest like no. pit bull, whatever you want, German shepherd mm-hmm. uh does not stand a chance against a cat that's like half its size yeah a wild cat a wild yeah. cat they're fucking brutal they're scary they're, they're machines scary. made for killing yeah it's it's absurd and and things are going to get a lot more scary for the family because oh, they shit. arrive to the house realizing there's no one there we're gonna get into that right after this break uh so, so they show up Right? Yes, his family arrives at the home. I guess he never sent them a letter and said, by the way, I live amongst 150 wild cats. I guess they didn't know, or maybe they just assumed he wasn't a psycho who was literally living with them in the same home. They also picked the one time to arrive when it wasn't filled with cats, so they kind of get there, and they're like, this is a pretty cool place. They open every window and door. This is awesome. Yeah, Yeah. we could just leave all the doors and windows wide open, and it's awesome. And so, But essentially, as soon as they put their luggage down, they look out the window and see the cats return with the corpse of a zebra, and they're like, oh, well, that's strange. At At least they're probably conditioned to consuming that beast outside. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. They split it into bits and the and the lions and tigers bring all the pieces <laughs> into the house, probably like they're used to doing. Yeah, right? <laughs> he lets them do this. Probably like they're used to doing s- s- blood everywhere. The entire f- ground floor is slick with blood. Everywhere. Of this zebra. <laughs> and they <laughs> didn't know this was going to, they're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And then for the next probably 20 minutes of this movie, mm-hmm. it's this family hiding in any alcove, small place that they can. Not an exaggeration either. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Just evading tigers and, and lions and panthers. Honestly, 
it's the rest of the movie, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like there, I mean, this there is a particular segment you're talking about here. Yeah, but like, holy shit, this is the rest of the movie. I mean, yeah. clearly this was like, this was all filmed, and this is like, I guess that we have enough yeah. here to bring make. in the family. Yeah, we and have. Then, a, we have all enough. All right, let the tigers go. <laughs> and then they were like, they just started filming. It's chaos. Yeah. I mean, there's no, obviously, these are wild animals. They're not trained. It's not like they were releasing, like, one to go do a scene. Yeah. There's 150 tigers just around. Yeah. And or lions, tiger, whatever. And it's the family, like, finding increasingly smaller and smaller <laughs> places to hide it. At one point, they're in a room. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. And they're like, we got to get out of here. So the, the we got to get out of here means going outside of the room that they were safe in so yep. they could find a locker. Yeah. That they get in, which by the way, these lions see you. They know. They smell they you. They smell you. So what they do is they find what you're in and they knock it over. Yeah. Every time. And Someone hides in a freezer, which you're, I know you're not supposed to do because the latch is on the outside. That's an old freezer. That, and yeah. the, uh, basically a tiger climbs on top of it, knocks it to the ground. Yep. He's trapped in there. You're next to a bed of water. This house over, like, is over water too. Yeah. If that thing was in the water, you're just dead. It ha- I mean, that happens later with barrels. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Again, I got cats. I'll tell you this. You don't get into a small space like yeah, that. Yeah. That is, they love that. Oh yeah. The amount of the amount of feral cats I have in my backyard, mm-hmm. who I see just because yeah. there's like a gopher or a rat yeah, or yeah. something in a hole, and it's just like, yeah, they're in, they're, they're locked in. <laughs> that is up. the worst thing you could do is get into a space where now it's a game for them. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, and that's all they do. Yeah. Again, they were in a room. They could have shut the doors. They that's, did not. Instead, <laughs> two of them. Or three, two or three, two of them go into the mom and Melanie Griffith go into like a dresser. Yeah, it's like I mean, if there was a TV, it would have been an entertainment center. Yeah, it's like right? big cabinets. Yeah, big cabinets. Uh, the brothers are off doing their own like zany. It's meant to be zany, I think, but it's, it's horrifying. weird. It's kind yeah. of meant to be zany, but yeah. they're genuinely terrified. They're horrified. Yeah, but I think within the context of the scene that comes later. It's that, oh, the lions meant them no harm. They were playing. Yeah. Because the only way it stops is because this other lion, Robbie, mm-hmm. comes in and like and saves it. them. Because yeah. like Togar comes in and he's like, oh, oh no, oh, he's going to yeah. kill you. Yeah. But then and Robbie would comes in. Yeah, he would have. But so would Robbie. <laughs> yes, yeah, so would and Robbie. And Robbie comes in and saves them. And you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. There was supposed to be a thing here where like Robbie knows the family, like protects the family and Togar's mean to the family. Mm -hmm. But either way, it's 20 minutes of them screaming and running from lions. Yeah. That's what it Uh, is. The one guy gets knocked over. He's in a locker. He gets stuck because the lion knocks it over. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how much of this was like, were they actually in these things as the Mm -hmm. lion? And then at one point it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah, uh, well, she's getting crushed by a four hundred fifty pound lion. That 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 wardrobe or whatever the the shelves yeah. and stuff fall over, and the only way one of them gets out is because the back of it breaks. Because Tippi, a lion is walking so, on it. Yeah, Tippy Hedren pokes her head out as she's supposed to in yeah. the scene, and then a lion just steps on her, her and the wood, yeah. crushing her back in. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, where does the other, where does the final brother hide? Oh, he hides in the freezer. He hides in the freezer. The old time, it's not a freezer, it's an ice box. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And I don't even remember. It's it's such a long sequence. It just keeps that, going. And they keep, they keep like leaving where they are and going somewhere else. Is this the Melanie Griffith attack? No. This is the, That's so later. this is the okay. first of two times they are desperately trying to yeah, evade yeah, the, from, li- yeah, yeah. the lions and stuff. So yeah, Robbie comes in, saves him. It goes, it goes from that, and then Robbie. There's a bit of a reprieve. They mm-hmm. hide in a room, mm-hmm. and night falls, and they're like, "Oh my God, Dad's dead." We catch up with Dad. Yep. He now has found a tribe. He still got the. It's funny because he he still has the tigers with him, and the guy. The, oh yeah, they're bringing him. Mativo's yeah. like, leave the tigers. Yeah, leave. He's the like, fucking... can't leave them here. They get poached. We can't leave them here. They get poached. Too far from we got to keep them with us. Yeah. So he he basically gets gets to a tribe the tribe who are natives to this land are mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be doing that with tires yeah they they run away yeah, so yeah. then they take their bikes so that way he can bike all the way to the airfield only yeah. to find out that he leaves mativo in a tree and tells him distract them with your jacket yeah which he does he does uh, successfully and he yeah. leaves him there like all night 
Yeah, it's weird. Time passes in a very strange yeah. way because he arrives at the airport and they're like, they left literally the whole day ago. Well, that's a there's a really weird line thing where he asked the he's like, have you seen my family? And the guy's like, no, I haven't seen your family. A woman and three children. Oh, a woman and like three. I think he says three children. They're yeah. in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, showed up though, and it's like a white family who flew in here. And yeah, who did you? Who did you? And think? they asked for directions to your place, and yeah. you're like, not your family. I, I don't understand. I think it was like a weird. I don't know what it was. But yeah, but either strange. way, he goes to one of the guys, and he's like, oh, man, I missed him a day ago. Shoot. So can I borrow your car? And the guy's like, sure, bro. Yeah, here, take my car. Um. So now he has a car, so he drives all the way back to Mativo, who mm -hmm. slept in a tree all night, yep. and the tigers are still waiting for him to fall down so they can maul him. Yep. Um, and then he's like, he doesn't say to Mativo, let's go. He says to the tigers, get in. And, they get, and this is like a car from the 40s, Yeah. maybe. It's a very old car. Yeah. Uh, both of the five to 700 pound beasts crawl into the back of the truck. And th apparently this is one of the the scenes that took the longest to film. Oh, really? Because, and you'd be surprised to hear this, uh -huh. tigers don't naturally ride in cars. Oh. And thus had to be trained and convinced over and over again to yeah. not only sit in the car, but to remain in the car while it moved. Turns okay. out it's not We're, instinctual I mean, for them. Worth it for the movie, right? Yeah. For the very. scene. And uh, it's the poster. It's the poster too. Is it? Um, and so. I mean, that's definitely a case of like, we got to get something else out of this. How about the poster? Can we put it on the poster at yeah, least yeah. or something? Because this took two years. So so they then he's racing back recklessly. Mm -hmm. And then Mativo's like, you're going to kill somebody. He's driving somebody. like a psycho. Yeah. I guess because he knows his family is dead. This is the only point in the film where any of the big cats look concerned. Yeah. And in the back of this car, they're like, whoa, this guy's going to kill this us. This is bad. Yeah. Because this guy's going to kill yeah. us. Um, he ends up blowing a tire. Yep. So then he has to run the rest of the way. I don't. He takes, he's like suddenly in a panic. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Uh, despite him seeming to have full faith that all of, that these cats are great, they're yeah. fine. They actually don't want to harm anyone, whatever. Um, he, I think, deep down realizes there's like a 95% chance my entire family is dead. Yeah. Uh, and there is. I mean, yeah. Well, they're, right. they're at his house convinced he is dead. <laughs> yeah, they think he's so, dead. Um, so anyway, he's now he's, it's a race against time for him to get back to the house. And uh, the family wakes up only to discover that, oopsies, it's feeding time again. Was this when they like slept in the... No. The, like other house they found? No, this is... Oh my the, God. They, they, so this is the second, now this is the second one where oh, we have, the, basically the same thing happens again. Exactly the, the same the, thing. The lions and tigers just decide that they want to return and torment them. Well, and is this, the son tries to escape on a motorcycle to get help? Yeah. Right? Yeah, they try to escape in several different ways. They try yeah. to escape on a boat. But, and there's a great moment where there's a lion who just reaches his paw out and then pulls the boat Yep, back to shore, and they're like, and it's just paddling. one shot because it's just happening, and clearly the actor, the son, yep. is instructed not to break eye contact, yep. and he's paddling, and then the the lion releases it, and they move a little bit, and he, he just goes pulls it back again, and he does it. It's he's in complete control, yep. and it's pretty great until eventually the boat tips over, then they have a then they run into the elephant it, who d d smashes the boat. He, he the just boat. destroys yeah. the boat, and apparently in that scene, at one point, he picks up Tippy Hedron and shattered her ankle. The elephant. The elephant. Yeah. Did. Just uh, destroyed her ankle. Yep. Um, but uh, either way, now now it's just the same thing again. They're just trying all kinds of different ways to it's hide. Just avoiding evade. animals in a house. We yeah. kept well. We had already made fun of the fact that they were hiding in the worst possible places. Yeah, yeah. But then, they, like, they, they literally get they into wine barrels, barrels. or whatever. Yeah. And one of them is, is filled with water. It's the water trough. So he's for the like, lions. he's like, he's like, he's like holding his breath for as long yeah. as he can. And he pops back up, and there's three lions licking yeah. human soup, waiting yep. for him to come out. Um, until eventually they get bored with him, and then they just start tipping all the people that are in these barrels. Just start tipping them into the lake. Yeah, tossing them into where there's the lake. an elephant. Yeah, who waiting is, for them. Seems pretty aggressive. To destroy the barrels. Uh, I was trying to figure out if the elephant was, if they were in the barrels when the elephant was destroying them. You can't really tell. It's hard to see, yeah. Uh, the barrel, I think the barrel stuff, there's one barrel that rolls down some stairs and it's the only like 
dummy mm. in the entire movie, mm-hmm. as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want the motorcycle scene. He tries to escape on a motorcycle to like get someone to help or yeah, whatever. Yeah. He doesn't know how to drive a motorcycle. He's yep. wobbling all over the yep. place. There are six tigers chasing him the entire <laughs> time. at him. Swatting at the bike. Which, it's so fucking scary. It sounds like we're describing like a choreographed scene. No, it's no, It's just no, yeah. a guy on a bike yeah. terrified of actual tigers. Yes. Uh, he runs into an, to elephants. One of them like charges him. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, I think just like cuts him off. He basically ends up back at the same place. And then he uh, he goes upstairs in a motorcycle. Yep. Which is the stupidest. Go in the other direction or something. Why are you going to the roof? You go all the way up. And then he just launches himself yeah. into the water. Yeah. But so basically, one at a time, every member of the family manages to like get away. Also, shortly before this, like Melanie Griffith gets pinned. Is this the? This is okay. the floor. She gets okay. pinned to the floor in the kitchen. Yeah. And there's a scene where it's like, meh, meh, meh. And again, it just looks like it's playing with her. Yeah. Like, meh, 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 meh. And she's facing down, and then it kind of like gets its teeth in her hair, the back of her head, and then it just pulls her head back. And I was like, yeah. oh my god! And then found out after the fact that's probably when she was. Well, ripped also, all the skin off of her face. At one point, it's like biting her face. She's like on. She's crying. Yeah, yeah. She's crying. Her the the mom Tippy Hedren I think is like crying too. And like uh, they're like get him it, off, get him off, get it's him off. Really, and but they're trying to like also stay calm. Yeah, yeah. It's like this lion is will finish the job if yeah. you freak it out. Yeah. Um. But everyone in there clear like the mom clearly thinks she's about to watch her daughter die. Yeah. The daughter thinks she's about to die. Yeah. Horrible, and this lion is like, again, yeah, just playing. Just but then, but then there's time. like an ADR line in there somewhere. There, it's like, wow, this jungle's wacky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like something to try and make it feel like lions can do anything, can't they? Tippy Hedren gets honey poured on her. Yeah, which is funny. She, I think, I guess that's a point where she thought she was gonna die because the only way they could film that scene was with honey on her face, with a cat directly near the honey. Yeah. And the only way they could film it was with no one, no safety people nearby. So she was like, well, I could die here. <sighs> um, but either way, one at a time, they all managed to get across the body of water and kind of like run up the riverbank mm-hmm. and escape. Um, and then they, they're like, hey, a shed that's completely fortified. We can yeah. stay here tonight. It's like right there. It's next door. I mean, you could see it from the house. And they just go sleep on the floor. And they sleep on the floor. They don't oh, close the door. They do not close any doors. But they do go, they're like, we can sleep. There's an ADR line. We can sleep in here. Yeah. And then um, and then at this point in time, we also find out that those people from earlier, some are planning to come and kill all the cats. Yeah, yeah. Or at least like, because they were brutally attacked. Yeah. When the last time they came. In in real, like it happened. It really happened. Yeah. On the set, they were brutally attacked from what yeah. I could see. Uh, it's those actors or whoever they are. They come back. They're immediately slaughtered by like some tigers and lions. Well, they shoot some. Right? Oh, do they? They okay. they go. They're shooting some. Yeah. So this is when the movie reaches a thrilling climax. Yeah. Which we're gonna we're gonna get into after one final break. I lied about the thrilling climax. Yes, it ends you like did. a wet fart. Yep. But um, yeah. So they're like walking there with the plan of killing these lions mm-hmm. and then along the way they shoot some uh and then but then they find out or Hank finds them and he's like oh no not so and so and he's really upset but then then uh what's his name not Robbie Togar Togar handles it right yeah he kills him Togar just sees them wandering and then just eviscerates shreds those two guys yeah. just shreds them up easy and then you're like oh good for you Togar yeah. did Togar live I think so, right? Because didn't it end with him, Togar and Togar and Robbie? They find they think they like do a thing where they're they like fight at the end. Like or, I yeah. understand you, Rebel yeah, yeah, Rogue, yeah, yeah. Rogue Lion. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite Star Wars movie. Is Rogue uh-huh. Lion. Um, so uh, during the night while they're sleeping in there, several of the lions wander into the hut that lions. the family left open, yeah. and but they just like curl up with them. Yeah, yeah. And then when they wake up, it's like, oh my God, we were wrong. Lions were actually nice this whole time. It's like, you had your face torn off last night. Okay, but that that's different. They're like, they know us. They're like, they find out that they're actually not mean, even though they were toying with them. Yeah, they don't need to be mean. 
They can be nice and kill this is, you. It's this is exactly what domestic abuse looks like, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh no, he he's so sweet to me. <laughs> he's so sweet today. Yeah. I mean, yesterday he put me in a barrel and threw me off the top floor of a house. Yeah. But uh no, today he's very it's sweet. So nice. Um, and so this also happens around they realize that the lions are sweet and friendly. Mm-hmm. And this also uh happens around the same time that the dad just re-shows up. They finally make it back. Um, Mativo is also there with an umbrella for some reason. I think, yeah, it was to scare. Using that to scare lions or whatever. And they're reunited. And it's really joyous. And he's like, see, the lions aren't bad. They tore up the house a little bit, but... They're like, we want to live with you here now. We don't want to live in Chicago anymore. We want to live with these fucking lions. This is great. And as they're saying this, I believe Robbie and Togar go at it. Oh my God. Like, (laughs) like, a a battle of two titans is happening behind them during this conversation. I wrote, I wrote, dad comes running up. Robbie and Togar fight, but then make up. What's happening? (laughs) That was my final note for this. Because that's basically, and then music swells. And then the movie ends with a prolonged montage of just lions being cute and the family hanging mm-hmm. out with lions in peaceful ways, like sleeping in the bed and feeding each other and stuff. You say prolonged. I think it's about 10 minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's the last 10 minutes of the movie are a yeah, montage yeah. of, which I don't know why, like they hit an hour and a half. I don't know why they felt they had to push it. You got to get the, they but, want, I think it's because they realized the movie didn't at all convey any of the maybe. themes oh, yeah. or morals of the movie. Or, yeah. or convey lions in it, yeah. anything remotely flattering. So they were like, we yeah. need to put some footage in here that makes them seem like beautiful creatures. Yes. Not things that, that, that will accidentally right. rip our throats open. Um, and then credits. Yeah, and the only other thing you get from the credits is there's like a bu- there's half of it is the cast yeah. and crew, and then the whole second half is just a bunch of uh, lines about preserving like donate and like they're visit. like go tour yeah. tourism is really important and yeah. stuff like that. So they tried to they tried to put something in at the end. Oh, and then it also said if you find out anyone pirated <laughs> yeah, that's, this, that's call call <laughs> no. call no marshal. And it just has his name and his yeah. like this Acton, California yeah. or whatever. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Hey, uh, also, this come out like 81. Yeah. So are you calling to be like, hey, my boy sold me a tape. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is he supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. What is I he supposed to weird. do? Because everything has a copyright, but not r- rarely does it say if you find out that this is being Call pirated, the director. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take care of it personally. Yeah, yeah. I'll handle it. Yeah. And that's Roar. That's it. That's Roar. We spent more time explaining a plot that I didn't understand and couldn't follow while it was happening than I would have thought. But There is no plot. Um, we have a few pieces of business we need to get off here. Uh-huh. Um, chase scenes. The whole movie's a chase scene. I guess, Between technically. Man, man and, and beast. Yeah. It's also a chase of like... I think there's a psychological chase happening mm-hmm. the whole time of trying to stay ahead of these lions, yeah, trying yeah. to be like trying to read them. Mm-hmm. Never successful. No. Uh, I would say the biggest chase is probably that first one of the family throughout the entire mm-hmm. home for twenty yeah, yeah. fucking minutes yeah. of this movie. I would agree. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Lots ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Truly uh, scary because the stakes are real. I agree. Uh, and those people were in grave I, danger the whole time. I can't convey enough. Mm-hmm how frightening it is sometimes watching this movie. It's like I was tight the whole time. Something about them trying to just perform a line as simple as we should go inside. Yeah. Knowing that there is this beast behind them that can take them and destroy them. Honestly, I would say watch the first half of this movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second half is kind of redundant. It's, it's when it whatever, tries to be. Like, it tries to be too much of a movie yeah. or whatever. Watch the first half of this movie. You may not even have to watch that much. No. Until when he leaves to go to the airport. Yeah. You can probably you turn, can pass. You can that. probably turn yeah, it yeah. off. Some of I mean, it, uh, incredible. Yeah. The line trying to hit line trying to hit marks trying to deliver lines while the most scared you have ever been. You've yeah. probably pissed yourself. There's 20 lions behind you. Yeah, yeah. There's another one that's like a, just staring, about to jump up on you. Yeah. It's 
It's the best. Well, the director is also interrupting whole scenes to try and break up fights yeah. that are happening in the midst of filming said scene. Lion fights. Lion fights, yeah. yes. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, physique critique. Yeah, I think probably Robbie and... Probably, well, we probably do Robbie, Robbie and Togar. And Togar right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're huge. They're big. They're big. They're bad. That's right. 450 pounds probably a piece. Sort of another... Uh, Another type of barbarian brother. I would agree. Maybe. I'm gonna I I for me, I'm gonna go eight out of ten. Yep. Just because they're, you know, they're a little hairy. I would have liked to see some striations. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. Um for sure. and, and also lazy too. Most Robbie's most, a little lazy. Yeah, lion yeah, yeah. most lions just kind of hang around and they should be posing and, and knowing yeah, their angles yeah. a little better. Togar isn't really like groom groomed really well. He's no. covered in blood. Always covered in blood. Yeah. But, but still, eight out of ten. That's about eight as good out of ten. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. good. It's pretty great. Um, Patrick, do you recommend this film? I recommend the first half of this movie. It got pretty long at, by the end. I was kind of, I was a little sick of it by the end. Yeah, uh, I agree. it's still like, <sighs> but you're a little desensitized at that point, and it's kind of the same. Other than the Melanie Griffith attack, yeah. Uh, I think I recommend the first half. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Some there's so much hubris. Yes. In the first yeah, half yeah. that is so fun to consume mm -hmm. knowing in hindsight that not necessarily any lions and not any people died. Yeah. But the the hubris that one yes. must have felt saying, yes, we can do this. Why? Because we are rich and we are man. Yep. It's pretty fantastic. Um, we don't have uh, a movie lined up oh, for next time shit. just yet, but Freebie is filled We're gonna have, yeah. with this stuff. So we promise whatever it is will be a banger and we will make sure we will be right here to explain a little bit more about that film, why it's bad, why it's great, <laughs> take you through the whole plot. You don't even need to see these movies. And how many crew members were scalped in the making of exactly. it. Exactly. Is there more than one? I don't know. We'll I'd love out. to find yeah. out. Thank you again for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, Make sure to recommend it to a friend or give us a like or a follow or what yeah. have you, wherever you get your podcast. Patrick, any final thoughts? Uh, shout out to Lions. Uh, Lions rock. Big cats rock. Yeah, I agree. Uh, keep them the fuck away from me. Yeah. You know? What if we had to do this whole podcast with two, with two <laughs> free roaming lions? They're a little hungry. That would have been perfect. That would have yeah. been the perfect. I know that. This. Yeah. <sighs> fuck. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Probably without any lions, but you never know. All right. Bye, everybody. I'm going to rise to the top.